Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today. You don't want it 30 or 40 years from now, but you want it right now to live that life that you love with those you love doing what you love. But most importantly, guys, it's about living a life of purpose and meaning and creating an impact and ripple effect through the lives of others. And that is what it means to be a Rippler. Thank you so much for allowing me to create the ripple effect for you. Thank you for tuning in and binging and sharing and do all the good stuff that you guys do each day. As a reminder, hey, check out our YouTube channel, The Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. You can also see these things on video if you're not doing so already. So check it out. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and, and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys. So I got a special guest here that, again, you guys know that I get lots of different people coming at me with guest ideas. And this one I thought would be fantastic, especially if either one, you're a business owner or two, you're thinking about maybe buying a business or finding creative ways to do that. Because maybe you don't want to just do things in the real estate world. Maybe you don't want to do things just with alternative investments, but maybe you want your alternative investment to be something more in the business realm. Well, guys, guess what? I got a surprise for you. I've got here Andy Cagnetta. Now, Andy here is actually the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors, which is the largest broker system in the world. He's a skilled negotiator and recognized national trainer of negotiation techniques. He's also specialized in mergers and acquisitions, valuations, and of course, franchising, like I just mentioned. So he's basically the man to talk to when it comes to time to buy or sell any business. And that's what we want to talk about today is really like, how can we get that financing for the business? What's the best way to get it so you get the max ROI on your investment? So Andy, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I love the ripple effect. I love the thought behind it. It's great. That's what we're here to do to help other people be successful. Amen to that, man. So give us a little bit more on your background. I just gave him the really Reader's Digest version, but I know you've got this really extensive career. So yeah, I guess I didn't pay attention well enough in college to graduate with a great GPA and get hired by a big corporation. So I kind of found myself, and it was a weird time in the late 80s as far as the economy was concerned. So I found myself starting a business. Hmm. And I kind of went through that process a few times, actually wound up buying and selling a business, which intrigued me in that process. Wait, I could buy a business that's already making money and I don't have to go through that whole startup phase. Right. Uh, so I really thought that was an intriguing thing to do. Met my wife, like you said, life happens. And she wanted to move to Florida where she grew up. And I didn't think that was a bad idea after it snowed like <laughs> 22 times in New Jersey that year. So we moved down to Florida and looking to buy a business. All of a sudden there was all these business brokers. Now I had mm -hmm. bought and sold the business myself 
and did it by myself because I didn't know there was such a thing as a business broker. And mm-hmm. long story short, they invited me to join the company. I joined as a salesperson. Two years later, I bought the company. Wow. We grew it from one office to 10 offices, decided to franchise. And now we have like 220 around the world. So wow. it's been a wild ride. I have a great team, have a lot of great people working around me and have been blessed with having a lot of great connections in the world and helping people be successful. Yeah. And before we just jump into the topic, I'm going to ask you like right now, if somebody has a business already and they're looking to sell, what's the environment like right now? Because we know what like real estate's like. We hear about Bitcoin going ridiculously crazy and all that kind of stuff. But what's going on with business right now? Is that, is it that is, hurting or is it better? No, it's way better. It's so similar. Uh-huh. I mean, inventory's down. And that uh-huh. could be for a few reasons that some businesses went out of business, mm. other businesses took PPP and hanging on and kind of revamping right about now, you know, businesses yeah. are starting to boom again. And then lastly, since inventory is down, the ones that are doing well, and some businesses have done really well, there's so much money out there in the world that the demand for buying businesses is skyrocketing. Yeah. And therefore the valuations up, the prices are up. And the businesses that are doing well are getting top dollar. I imagine the ones that people can run virtually are probably the big ones too, right? Because I know I got asked a lot in 2020. People are like, you know, I've got time on my hands or now I'm at home. Maybe I should buy a business. Maybe I should do something more virtual. What are you yeah. seeing as a pattern? Yeah, I think there's some Amazon stores selling. I see a lot of people like small retailers online selling. I think there's going to be more of that. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that in the future. I do believe that there's eventually going to be like a business trading floor where people could actually buy gig economy jobs. Uh And it's not quite there yet, but I think you'll see people being able to say, Hey, I got this whole ability to sell some clients or, you know, I think there'll be a lot more of that in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely see that. And I know even uh, I have a lot of clients are dentists and it was a really interesting time, especially when the certain operations got shut down for not being quote unquote essential. Right. And then they had more time to think about it in their home. I know several of them said, you know what? I don't want to go back to work. Maybe I do want to sell now. Or others are saying, you know what? I love working. Don't ever shut me down again. It was an interesting dichotomy that I witnessed there. Yeah, we're seeing that now. So I said that inventory is low. I think it probably bottomed out last year at the end of 2020 that the inventory was at its lowest. And now since the beginning of the year, we're seeing more and more sellers come to the market. And listen, Mm -hmm. they have to come to the market. There's baby boomers out there that are holding on to $12 trillion worth of private equity that needs to change hands. There's tons of people that have come to look at their lives because they sat in their house or they, listen, anybody who's owned the business since 2010 Mm -hmm. has been through two economic downturns. And a lot of them are, like you said in the beginning of your podcast or your other podcasts, people are done. They don't want to do whatever they were doing and they want to move on to something else. And it's an yeah. opportunity for buyers. And do you think the buyer's market is going to get easier or do you think it's going to get tougher as the year and, and even into next year progresses? I think it's going to get easier. But listen, there was nothing easier than last year where the SBA, if you got an SBA loan, you were getting six months free of principal yeah. and interest payments and a waiver of the guarantee fee, which was saving thirty dollars to $40,000 per million. Now, they came out with that again at the beginning of the CARES Act, and they rolled it back, and they said, wait a sec, we're giving away too much money, so now it's three months. If you could get a deal done by the end of September of this year, 
-hmm. you can still get three months of principal and interest paid by the SBA. Wow. So it's still a great time to buy a business. And just historically, and you were talking about this as far as other investments are concerned, mm -hmm. business ownership has been, in my opinion, undervalued as an ability to make money. So you're buying businesses, small businesses. Let's talk about businesses that earn under a million dollars. A business that earns $200,000, $300,000, you could buy for two or three times. I mean, mm -hmm. that's an incredible return on your money yeah. for betting on yourself. Right. That's true. Well, and the one thing I like about business that is very unique, if you look at it from an investment standpoint, is that the more profitable it gets, generally speaking, of course, given certain variables, right? But generally speaking, the more profitable it is, the higher the multiplier, the higher you can sell it for. So unlike, you know, like I'm anti-stock, obviously, as you notice with some of these podcasts, right? Like with stocks, if it gets dividends, you get dividends, but that's it. Or the price goes up. You usually get a choice. The ones that pay you dividends usually don't do much on the stock price. The ones that have stock prices don't pay much on dividends. But with a business, the thing that's fascinating there is that, yeah, it can pay you a good handsome amount of money while you're working it. But then the more profitable it is, the more you can even turn around and sell it as well. So it's almost like if you're looking at it like a stock, it's like a stock that pays you really, really good dividends and the stock price keeps going up too. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, first of all, like you said, quality and quantity of earnings drive multiples. Yeah. So quantity, if a business makes like say $50,000, it might sell for like one or two times. If mm -hmm. it makes two or $300,000, it could sell for two to three times. If it makes a million dollars, it could sell four to six times. Yeah. So as you build that business, you're building tons of equity. And not everybody knows this, which is interesting because some people do know it and you're seeing companies like private equity knows it and they go around buying businesses, but they don't buy small businesses. Now we have some serial entrepreneurs here at Transworld that come to us and they buy businesses over and over again. I have this two brothers that have built a huge landscaping slash florist slash design business that they've built from buying six different companies from us. And they've yeah. done a great job. That's amazing. Let's dig into how we can get financing. Like what are the ways that people can do it? I mean, some people know they can bootstrap, of course, but what are some other great ways they can do it, whether it's simple or creative? The best way to get financing would be through an SBA loan. Now, mm -hmm. not the dirty little secret, but the dirty little secret is most businesses don't qualify for an SBA loan. You have to have mm -hmm. enough money on the books. It has to be growing revenues and earnings. And I just said on the books because a lot of businesses work very hard and diligently to make their books, to <laughs> save taxes, make them look as bad as possible. Yeah. And then the other thing is the buyers do have to have industry experience. A lot of times that doesn't mash up. So mm -hmm. say here in Florida, Transworld did about 400 deals last year. Mm -hmm. I think maybe 50 or 60 of them were SBA financed. That means the mm -hmm. vast majority of them are financed through the seller. Now, how does mm -hmm. that happen? The seller likes you. And that is the marketplace is that sellers do need to be a part of that financing. Even in the SBA world, they have to be a part of that, usually 10%. But yeah. in a privately transaction where the seller is going to hold a note, it's usually around 50%. Wow. Interesting. So give us an example of a deal, like what that would look like. Yeah. So say somebody wanted to sell their dental practice or somebody mm -hmm. wanted to sell their landscaping company and it's a made uh, $200,000 and it's sold for 500, say two and a half mm -hmm. times, sold for $500,000. They would get $250,000 down, 
$250,000 in a note that usually lasted about four to six years mm -hmm. uh, with an interest rate. Usually it's a pretty good interest rate because it's about five to 6%, perhaps yeah. maybe 4%. Mm -hmm. And so that's the structure. I mean, it has to pencil, as we say, the mm -hmm. deal has to pencil, the cash flow has to be right for the uh, debt service. That's what we see a lot of people. Now, how do you get the down payment? So, yeah, I was going to ask that next. Yep. Right. So $250,000 is a lot. So you could either, <laughs> a lot of people have savings or they go to their stock portfolio and borrow against that or cash it in and yeah. or they have home equity loans, even though necessarily that's not their use of proceeds for your home equity loan that you're supposed to invest in a business. And yeah. or there are some uh, ROBS plans that companies like Benetrends that you could actually invest your retirement funds into your business, which yeah. is a unique thing. It's really a great way to leverage your own retirement funds into your own business and take some of the profits and put it right mm -hmm. into your retirement as well. So right. that's another way people do it. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. Again, we never give investment advice here, right? But yeah, you could either do that kind of plan where you just use it inside of an IRA, or if you're saying, ooh, that gets a little tricky because it can get tricky, you'd always okay. cash it out. Now, if you're not 59 and a half, you have the 10% penalty plus tax. But the cool thing is, is that even though you have the tax, the 10% penalty, let's just say that's the cost of the money. But the tax part, the fact is that you're using it for a business expense is also a write-off. So the taxes actually negate each other. So really you just have the 10% penalty and that's it. If you're trying to get your 401k or IRA money to fund your next deal. Yeah. So there are some things coming. I have these two young men uh, locally here in Florida that have gotten their crowdfunding business online mm -hmm. and registered with FINRA. And I do think there's going to be a time Mm -hmm. where people are going to be able to either buy a franchise or buy a business and be able to crowdfund the down payment. That would be uh, interesting I, too. I, I, not quite there yet. Uh, uh -huh. I've had some discussions with some securities attorneys and mm -hmm. how that actually happens. And it's legal, it seems. Yeah. It's just about what kind of structure is the borrower going to set up to give that equity to the debt holders and or equity right. holders, which gets complicated. Yeah. It's much simpler if you're just dealing with family or a few friends. You know, less people, the better if you're going to be using other people's money. But listen, the business we bought in Connecticut was a pasta shop, believe it or not. And my cousins and I bought it. There was three of us. We each borrowed $15,000 from our families, yeah. our individual families. We came up with a business plan. We showed it to them. We were paying 10% interest back in the day. This nice. is 19. 90 or so. And we borrowed the money and we borrowed $45,000. We bought the business and we sold it a few years later for a profit. That's great. That's great. Yeah. What are some other ways that people can maybe get creative and try to finance these deals or yeah, really how to even get the bank? If they were trying to do bank financing, how would they even look more attractive there too? I mean, most banks want it's some sort of asset. So yeah. you could always try to leverage some sort of asset in your life. Like home uh, equity. I will tell or... you though, you know, what's interesting is that there's a lot of people with money right mm -hmm. now. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of people with money that can't get to work. Uh, we see a lot of hard money lending out there. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that I've had a few, I don't want to say older, but uh, senior people come forward to me and said, Andy, if you ever find an entrepreneur, that you think I would like, mm. that you believe in the business, I would be willing to finance them. 
Yeah. And so there are things like that. You could just go out there and network yourself. If you have a good enough business plan, again, the friends and family, sometimes they call it the friends, families, and fools, but you could go out there and network your idea. And some people will give you money. Yeah. That's some great ideas there. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So if somebody wants to either sell a business or they want to buy a business, obviously you've got a brokerage that helps deal with that, correct? Yes. Yes, yeah. And how absolutely. do you guys cooperate? How does that work with you guys? You know, it usually starts on the sell side of someone who wants to retire, somebody who wants to sell their business calls us mm-hmm. or emails us. We sit down with them. We go over what their life situation is. We get an idea of what their financial picture looks like. We gather the financials. We do mm-hmm. what we call a broker opinion of value, which is basically look at some of the comps, look at some of the local things that are for sale now. We give them an idea what they want to sell for. If they're interested in that kind of range of selling their business, we will engage them and we will take it to market. Once we take it to market, then we advertise that business for sale through portals and through, we have a database of 300,000 buyers, 80,000 private equity group, family offices, and depending on what kind of businesses, how large it is, Mm -hmm. is what audience will go out to. We have a buyer match. If you're out there in the world, just go to our website and sign up and just see the, I think every business owner should sign up locally for businesses that match their industry because they never know what's going to come up for sale. That's right. I mean, it's not like buying a house. The prices can wild, it can vary wildly they could drop precipitously very quickly depending on someone's life situation. Right. That's great. So what would be the website they would go to to find out more information about you or reach out to you guys? Yeah, we're tworld.com, T-W-O-R-L-D.com. It's a great place. Again, if you're a buyer or even thinking of selling, go check us out. We have partners like Biz by Sell. Biz by Sell is the 800-pound gorilla in the industry. If you're looking for a business, I tell my own family and friends who have bought businesses from me, you have to do your education. I mean, you yeah. can go to the Deal Board podcast, our podcast, and listen because you're not going to buy a business the first time you look at something. You have to go out there, get educated, feel mm-hmm. good about it. No matter what I tell you, you're not going to listen to me. You're going to want to shop. It's just like you don't buy the first house or the first car you look at. Exactly. So you want to shop around a little bit, feel the marketplace, and then be able to make an educated decision. Perfect. Well, yeah, we'll be sure to put that in the uh, website notes or the podcast notes here. Uh, make sure we have tworld.com, which that's a great Excellent. easy website to remember. It's like T-Mobile, yep. but T-World, right? So Yes, I bought great. that. <laughs> yeah, I bet you paid a good amount of money for it too. So, so another uh, funny story for another day. So. <laughs> Well, Andy, I really appreciate your time and all the value you've given us. I mean, lots to think about. And I think lots to consider, especially those of us that have money, whether we have money, want to use it, or we're thinking maybe this is the time to get out and sell our business while there's a demand for it and there's money pumping out like crazy. So both fronts, I think, are very valuable. So thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yep. Well, everybody else, you heard them. Like, this is the great time. It's a great time for opportunity for sure. More and more opportunities are coming out every day. So guys, make sure you check out tworld.com and check out Andy's company there as well as his podcast. And so guys, I hope you make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.